המגרסה. Hi to all and welcome to the Cutting Edges podcast, the podcast that makes sense in the world of mess, which we like to call the world of web series. I'm Yuval and you're listening to a new episode of our international podcast in which we host web creators from all around the world. Today, we have the great pleasure of talking to Viv Schiller, the scriptwriter of Red, a Brazilian web series that tells the love story of two women. The series has been viewed over 5 million times around the world, which is amazing. So hi, Viv, how are you? Hi, hi, Yuval. Good. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. It's great to have you here. Let's get right to it. So I would love to hear from you. How did you get to creating Red? You mean technically or story-wise? Um, well, let's start from story-wise and then we'll get story to the technical wise. one. Yeah, yeah. Um, story-wise, well, I had this idea that, would, that I would like to see filmed, you know, a story that I would like to see as a spectator myself. And I shared it, I shared this idea with my partner in writing. So basically it tells a story about two women that are actresses who meet while filming a short film and they collide romantically both on screen and off. So that's how we, we got to create Red. We wanted a story that sound and somehow feel as genuine as possible, something that we would like to see on screen. So that's, that's basically how we created Red. Okay, cool. And do you come from the world of cinema or do you come from a different domain? Did you do anything else before you started working on this series? Um, basically, well, I'm, I'm made, my major is advertising and communication. I wrote, I've, I've written a few scripts in the past for, for short films. Mm-hmm. I've never had anything um, created for the web till read. Mm-hmm. So that's basically a new market for me. Now I have another two other scripts um, mm-hmm. ongoing at the moment. One of them is Bureau. I won Best Writing Drama at the Rewebb Fest this year for Bureau. So mm-hmm. that's, that was a good surprise. And uh, well, ever since Red, I mean, I've been involved with the, with the um, web series market. And that's all I'm focused on at the moment. So mm-hmm. my, my background, I would say, is communications. I've written short film scripts in the past. Oh, yeah, well, I think my major, um, my, my major focus is, is the web, really. So. Cool. And when you decided to create a web series, what made you decide it should be a web series? Because you said you haven't done that before, but you did choose a web series instead of a short, or I guess the other options are always there for a TV series and feature film, although they seem less obtainable. Uh, but why did you choose of doing a specifically a web series? Well, basically because you, 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 you're your own producer, your own creator, your own writer, and you do things your own way. You know, mm-hmm. and even if you don't have the budget, if you don't have the money, you know, if you, even if you're not funded, you can still create a web series. So it's, it's easier that way, you know, for you to produce something that you don't depend on. I mean, you, you obviously you depend on other people you, people that work that you work with but I mean not you know the big studios or you know big productions you don't have the budget you don't have an idea who's gonna believe you I mean who's gonna buy your story that kind of thing you know so that's kind of what I thought I mean that that was went through my mind when I decided to produce for the web create for the web 
yeah you wanted to be really independent all the way not being yeah and that's how and that's how you do it on the web these days i mean even the few rare exceptions so that's mm -hmm. how you do it basically independently that's how you go you know on the web these days okay cool so my next question is about i wonder how it is when you create a um a portrayal of a specific community and it's interesting also to ask because there's something and that's me adding off the top of my head i encountered many many web series in israel and abroad who focus on the gay community and usually it's series that gain a lot of echo because it is very community oriented did you have any experience of challenges or different experience that, experiences in regards of creating a show about this community Well, um, I would say the main challenge is to sustain the story, to keep it as genuine as possible. Like I said before, you know, I wanted to tell a story that I, as an spectator myself, would like to see portrayed I mean, on screen. Mm -hmm. So I would like, I would say that, that the main challenge is to sustain the story, to keep it as real as possible, because cliche doesn't do it for me. It's kind of hard for me to say, you know, it's kind of hard for me to, to do it, like, cliche-wise. So, um, so you, in, and if you have seasons like we do, I mean, yeah, supposedly a lot, I mean, we're, we are, we're in season five at the moment. I believe that we have a real story here, one that people, whether it be gay, bisexual, or even straight, can relate to. And also, there's, the story needs to meet the production budget. It's usually the other way around, right? Mm. So whenever I think about each season, I think about our production budget first and its impact on the story. Mm -hmm. So um, I have to, to, to think economic wise, you know, yeah. so that's kind of our, that's kind of my main challenge as a writer, because I have to consider the production budget. Yeah. And then and... we'll write the next season according to the budget. So that's the main challenge for me, I think. Mm -hmm. I say that. Okay, that's an interesting yeah. challenge. Makes sense, though. Yeah, definitely. When you're your on bus. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's for the LGBT um, representation. I mean, well, I think our viewers, well, they like to call themselves fans, and so I think they're they're really happy with the story. It was the first one in Brazil mm -hmm. that is um, uh, lesbian oriented. Uh, so it's kind of a it's kind of a it's a good surprise you know and it's uh, i think we we managed to do it in a way that they feel that they are being represented somehow cool it's good yeah sounds sounds good okay now my next question is it talks about big numbers over five million views around the world how does that impact you when you think about the next season that you're going to create or what kind of experiences did you get to go through because of the fact that your series really got to many, many people. Yeah, five million views worldwide, and, and we're not rich. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Some okay. people think that we are. Some people think that we have money, but we don't. And we can talk about that later more, and um, later on, if like. But um, how does it impact me as a creator? I think, well, for me, it's fantastic, because when I think about it, it's not really about the number itself. It's about people dedicating about an hour per season of their precious time to listen to listen to what we have to tell. That's the real impact that it, that it has on me as a creator. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I have to give them something substantial, something that it's worth. I mean, forget about the millions, I mean, the views, not the money. <laughs> um, the no money, yeah. Uh, yeah, forget about it. I mean, the story that you have, how substantial it is, and, you know, you know what, it, what it gives to people that matters the most, I think. So that's mm-hmm. the impact that it has on me as a creator. Mm-hmm. the power of the story and do you feel more obligated or let's say it you it only had uh, i don't five thousand views would it change the way you do things or is it the same thought of just creating the best and most authentic story that you can it's definitely the same it's, it's def- the same yeah it's the same for me as a writer it's definitely the same i don't know for producer maybe i think you might because they want numbers mm-hmm. i want to create impact i want to make a difference story-wise so that's that's big i mean for any creator myself i love the the millions of views but as a writer i love the impact that it has on people that's basically the difference Mm -hmm. did you get to experience some of the impact that you create on people so did you get um any um feedback from your audience about what you do definitely They, they they send me private messages on instagram um, on Facebook, her email, um, personally, you know, so this is a real pleasure to talk to these people and they thank me for the story. They love it. They can relate to it. Some people even found that, you know, so many thanks to the story. So it's really, it's a blessing actually, you know, so it's, I had a mission. I had mm-hmm. a mission. I wanted to impact one single life. Apparently I, I did a bit more than that. So <laughs> I'm thankful. I'm very great. Yeah, I'm very grateful. Yeah, that's a great reward. And pardon me for going back to the five million. I'm, I'm no problem. Than I guess. But I'm, I'm curious to ask, did you get any, uh, we'll talk about the next season in a minute, but I'm wondering, did you get any, were you approached by any major media company who saw and noticed the, the amount of uh, views that you got? Or are you not on the radar yet? Um, the thing is, we just um, finished filming season five mm-hmm. we've been around for the last four years on the market still brand new you know so uh but four years ago nobody was thinking what was even considering um funding web series in brazil mm-hmm. so um we kind of have our own um way of doing things at the moment with red i mean so it's kind of we have our own formula you know mm-hmm. so we don't think that red um, red is is ready to. I mean, not ready. We don't think that red is the kind of project that will grow bigger mm-hmm. as to um, like Netflix speaking or like we, we don't we don't consider ourselves going and um, looking for Netflix or Amazon Prime or HBO or anything of that sort of that matter. So it's not it's not well. I have a few other projects that. You know, they're brand new projects, so I don't know, maybe they do fit better than Red. Mm-hmm. We kind of have our own things, our own way of doing things with Red, so it's, so far it's, it's doing okay. But I think it's interesting to for people who will listen to the podcast to, to hear, because I, when I was um, doing some research about your web series around the net, one of the interesting things that I saw, well, I... After I saw it with your series, I've seen it with a few others. But basically, you have some sort of a financial model on Vimeo. If now, if I got it right, basically, you when you release a new season, so you release it on um, 
weekly basis, right, to Vimeo. But if uh-huh. someone wants to watch it right now, he can pay a certain amount of money and then get it all, I think, for rent, right? And it has a specific amount of time in which he can see everything. It's a model we're considering to rent, but as we speak right now, anyone can go online, um, vima.com, red web series, mm-hmm. and can watch the series online for free. The yeah. um, What we have that is on rent, on demand, is our extra videos. We have some videos that are like bonus mm-hmm. for the fans. And that's how we can make some more money. So um, you're asking me if my financial model on Vimeo is viable? I'm asking if it's some sort of a model that is sustainable. I think that one of the interesting questions that everyone are trying to figure out is whether web series can create some sort of a profitability model. Okay, so we have four seasons available at the moment and you can go online and watch them for free. Mm-hmm. And we have a few videos and there are extra videos that you can pay for. So, but if for you, for you to, let's just say that this season has just been launched and you wanted to watch, you know, all the episodes all at once, same time, same day, then you have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's a weekly um, release. So I'm wondering if this model is something that is viable. So does it cover costs of production? Are you able to use the resources that this model gives you in order to create the next season? Or are these crumbs to give back some, sort, some, some of the money that has already been spent? Well, I'd say the Vimeo On Demand, I'm talking about Vimeo On Demand, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's a very important part of our budget but it's not our entire budget. Mm-hmm. Every season, we run two crowdfunding campaigns simultaneously on Qatar's, which is a platform for Brazilian supporters, and on mm-hmm. Indiegogo. Mm-hmm. We try, but we try and be in, in, as, as realistic as possible concerning our budget. Yeah. Kind of hardly increases up to 30% each season. So it's mm-hmm. not going to make us rich, and we don't want to get rich on behalf of our fans. I mean, yeah. So it's kind of, you know, so we kind of, like I said, we try and be as realistic as possible, um, yeah. budget-wise. So email plays an important role in, in our budget. So as you said, you just finished shooting your fifth season, but how do you do five seasons of a series where it's so low budget? So do you trust on the crew that you've been working with? or Because for the long run... Doing five seasons probably took you a few years, but it is, as you say, it's not something that is profitable. So the average person who creates web series can't, or I'm assuming can't really make a decent living from creating web series. So how do you sustain the creating of more and more seasons financially? Is it something that is possible or is it you still trusting people's goodwill and they're willing to create something that they believe in? That's a very important observation. I think we have a stable model that works for us. We have very short crew, and um, all the actors and actresses, they are very committed to the project. And, well, they kind of make, I mean, they don't make a living out of it, but it kind of pays, you know, it does pay them. Mm-hmm. Um, not as much as we like to, but it does pay the crew and, and, and you know, the cast, the actors. So it's, uh, I'd say passion is what it makes, it makes go, you know, go mm-hmm. further, further than further. 
because yeah. our fans that they're 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 our main um, backers. Yeah, they're our supporters. You know, they support the campaign, they support the project. Mm -hmm. So and it gives us some kind of I don't know visibility. I think we kind of have some, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, and it makes us uh, be more known in the market. Yeah. So we can go to other projects and build the um, portfolios and make ourselves known. So it's kind of a project that gives us, I don't know, I'd say a tiny visibility. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, it's not tiny, it's five million. <laughs> I know. So yeah. uh, that's why we keep doing it, you know, because we have our cast and crew and everybody knows what I have to do. And we have like this model that we've been working on since. Mm -hmm. Season one, we just keep getting better and better at what we do. So mm -hmm. I, I say you have to be committed to what, what you're doing and how far you're willing to go with your story so yeah. it doesn't get lost, you know, mm -hmm. in the ocean of stories that is the web. Yeah. You have to be as genuine as possible. I'll always go back to, to this script, this story, because at, at the end of the day, it's what matters the most to have to have this story. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it won't sustain itself, and the project will not keep going, and will not keep doing it. You know, doing good as good. So yeah, basically that's that's how we do it. Well, that sounds like a good recipe, although not easy to to handle. But it sounds like a good one. I'll tell you, not easy at all. Not easy at all, man. Not easy at all. Okay, so my next question is on a different topic. It's more general, and I'm curious to hear from your point of view. So having quite a few, well, relatively to other people in this field, you have quite a few years of experience. And I'm curious, since from your point of view, what do you consider as success in this world of web series? Where can a web, a good web series get you as a creator? Oh, you know my answer, right? You know, I'm a writer. <laughs> well, I think, honestly, I think it's been packed that again your story have on the viewers and how they relate to it if you and i mean it if your story has a good impact on people on the viewers on the fans and they are likely to continue to back the project that's mm -hmm. how i view success in the world of web series even mm -hmm. if it's a even if it's a project that has enough funds to keep going regardless of the fans it still needs a good story for it for, for its, its existence to make sense, I think. You know, mm -hmm. otherwise it's just creating stuff. Yeah. You're just creating stuff that, you know, doesn't matter or matters less than you think it would matter. So go and write a very good story and, and make sure that people like it too. Mm -hmm. And people want to hear it. Yeah, and, and think that, and think, think I mean, I, I think you should consider, try this, use it. The ones that are listening to this, I think you should try this exercise. Try and, and write a story. Just write it down. Something that you, as an spectator, would like to see, you know, would like to watch, would make you want to watch. That's, that's the big exercise that, you know, mm -hmm. I would suggest you do. Mm -hmm. I think it's a, great, it's a great exercise and it only makes sense because basically, as you said in the beginning, it, the liberty that the internet suggests is uh, very liberating and it sometimes can be probably scary as well because you can do anything but eventually 
the creator is the crowd and because there's no big studios to say what should be done so the crowd gets the freedom to really create whatever they want to see on the screen so my last question for this interview would be what do you think it's a it's a question for profits i've been practicing this joke for a while now um uh is what do you think lies in the future for web series where do you think that this world of creating short and serialized content is going to go through in the next few years um am i supposed to predict here um uh, yeah exactly we need to take <laughs> our joking. crystal balls and and see what yeah. comes out of them all right no yeah i'm, I'm just kidding um um honestly about i think I believe that the relevance of the content is what matters most because you, you gotta have something relevant to share. Because you know, there are tons of web series being created every single year. There are even like the one being filmed right now as we're doing this podcast, mm -hmm. you know? So it's a full ocean of content. You gotta have something relevant to tell. Otherwise you're just a tiny fish looking for a piece of food. You know? So mm -hmm. that's where I think it lies. That's where I think lies in the future for forward series. You've got to have something relevant to share. We have a lot of information that are given to us every single second. You've got to make a difference. And that's how you do it. Make yourself relevant. I think that's a, a great answer and a good answer. And I think it's an answer that everyone can take and translate it to their own set of beliefs and state of mind in order to to achieve their goal in creating a web series so yeah. Viv it was a great 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 pleasure to have you here your thoughts and your and, and and the things that you said were really really inspiring and really really interesting so I want to thank you very much is there anything you want to add before we wrap up yeah definitely well first of all I want to thank you for listening to me to what I have to say my opinion yeah I'm really I'm very I'm very grateful that You know, to be doing this podcast, I mean, it's a good thing that you're doing this in, in Israel. So well done. And uh, well, I would just, I'd like to, to leave my email address if anyone wants to contact me and, and exchange ideas, experiences, I'm, I'm all for it. So my email address, can I give it? Sure, sure. You can give it on, online. I'll also add it to our, uh, to our podcast when people can okay. see it as well. Okay, good. It's uh, Viv Schiller. one at gmail.com feel free to write me and ask me questions and we'll just i'll make sure to reply to all of you okay it will be my pleasure so great thanks again for for being with us and Thank have a great day yeah you too and and hopefully i'll be able to go to israel someday you know i would love to you're invited Thank you all for listening. <laughs> oh that's a great 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 um invitation i'll make sure to to go anytime soon <laughs> all right cool thank you all thank you